the real question though, Rich, is how's the NDI? Mm, I don't NDI. use NDI. I don't use NDI for anything. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Gotcha, oh, you're Rich. pulling my G leg. Would you quit I that? sure am. <laughs> So we did an episode uh, a couple of episodes ago all about the tools we use. But one of the major tools that kind of unites us all really is Ecamm. So uh, today we're going to be talking about how we uh, all got into Ecamm and how we are all using that in the content creation that we uh, that we are doing as well. So, uh, yeah, perhaps we can uh, just start off. Dina, how did you uh, find out about Ecamm and um, what was your sort of path into that and and how, and how are you using it? Oh, boy. <laughs> I... I... I like to say I came for the software and stayed for the community. But uh, what the story is, is I was actually trying to figure out how to do uh, on-location streams, so f- dog shows, you know, sports events, things like that. And I was having a hard time finding the right hardware and kept on seeing this Ecamm thing cross my screen, and finally I checked it out, and I thought, wow, this thing's really cool, but it's not exactly what I need for in-the-field type of stuff because I was trying to go light, but the community. So I just kept paying attention and kept on thinking in the back of my mind, how can I use this, how can I use this? And then um, some blonde Canadian said, hey, you should be you, sh- you should be streaming. Yeah, yeah, you down there. Um, <laughs> You should be streaming. And so I did. We did a test stream and the rest is history. I've got an, what is it, a six or eight camera stream right now. I do a live cooking show. So that I could not be doing that show without Ecamm. The ability to switch cameras on the fly, have my recipe overlays fly in whenever I, I need them at the press of a button. Ecamm is absolutely where it's at for me. I've said it before, but I think you've got one of the most creative uses of, you know, a studio and cameras and multiple different camera angles. And so you're definitely maximizing the, uh, the camera switching abilities of, of Ecamm. It's, uh, it's, it's awesome. Sure. And was, was your uh, sort of route into finding Doc as well? Was that through, uh, through Ecamm or was, uh, was he someone you were following before that? Which, which one came first for you there? I think it was a little bit of a parallel path thanks to the YouTube algorithm. I was watching mm-hmm. Ecamm things and then Doc's things started coming up. And so I was, I started watching him on Saturday mornings and I also was hooked on that. And then mm-hmm. I found you guys two months later, we started this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cool that it brought us, brought us all together in this way. For sure. And, I mean, uh, the one and, fateful and, day that a friend handed me her phone and said, Hey, stream this thing to Facebook for me. And I'm like, what am I, what is streaming? Um, <laughs> <laughs> here we are. And how about any other software? Do you used anything else before Ecamm? Did you tried any of the, uh, the, the, the other <laughs> platforms that do similar things? Not for live. No, live uh-huh. was not even in my realm of possibilities for silver lining home place. Um, and I, actually, I just went to Facebook Live for uh, for the dog show stuff, and then I did use I did use like uh, what is it the Yellow Box Pro for for oh, some cool. of that on location stuff. But that was also mm-hmm. just going straight into Facebook, so there wasn't a lot of bells right. and whistles. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, it's been really, Ecamm is what I use in the kitchen. I'd love to figure out some kind of mobile rig that allows me to have some good ca- camera angles for the garden next year, or this coming mm-hmm. season, I should say. Um, but we'll see. I'm not going to push push any of that at the moment. Nice. <laughs> and how about you, Michelle? What was your sort of path into Ecamm? Because I know you tried some other things before it, but how did you get into the Ecamm side of stuff? So what had happened was, okay, so back in the day, I um, I was with a network marketing company and we sold tangible products, right? I sold jewelry. I sold, uh, I did like makeup stuff. I used to sell skincare. I used to sell makeup. I used to sell jewelry, all these things. I kind of still do, but um, that's on the low. Okay, don't tell nobody. But anyway, um, so what had happened was, I, a lot of the consultants in the company that I was with was going naked and afraid using their phones on Facebook. And I was like, no, 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 We're not doing that. So my foyer uh, into this was through OBS. So I had a live selling shopping show on Facebook that was a weekly show. And then I had like um, pop-up, like pop-up selling events and things like that. And I was using OBS to do that. And that, that was back when I was a PC person. I was like, I was team PC for like most of my life. And then, you know, using OBS and a PC brought my computer to a crawl, like to like where it, nothing would work. And I'm like, okay, and then I was going into university uh, to finish up my degree. And I was like, you know what? I'm not buying another dang PC. I, I, I heard about Max and um, I'm going to see what it's all about. And so, you know what they say? Once you go Mac, you never go back. So, uh, yeah. Is that what they I, say? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they say I, once you I go hadn't, Mac, man. I hadn't heard that. Okay. Um, once you go Mac, never go back. So, uh, so yeah. So now I'm like, all right, now I have a Mac. I can use OBS with a Mac, but nobody was really teaching it. I was original, like OG Nemanati, you know, the Neman brothers, they were doing things and I was learning through what they were doing. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is crazy. I need to figure something out. And, uh, along came Justin Brown told you he was my Aussie boyfriend. Um, yeah. And so he started t- talking about Ecamm and all the things you can do. And so I was like, hmm, I think I'm going to try that. And so, yeah, so I did. So I put my toe in the water and I'm like, oh, my God, I could do all the things that I was doing with OBS and then some. And I was like, oh, this is the bomb.com. So, yeah. And it was no looking back after that. So, it was so cool because I was able to create my branding business from all of that. And, um, you know, it was just it was just a wonderful thing. And all the people in my industry, they were like, how are you doing that? Um, how do you get the how do you get things to come up on the screen? And how do you how are you doing that? I'm like, ha, 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 I will tell you, but I'll have to kill you. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so I shared it with a few people. And, um, you know, little did I know about the affiliate program back in the day, but I do now. So I'm sharing it with everybody. OK, so <laughs> if you want to know how I do what I do, I will tell you it's Ecamm all day, every day. And what? Twice on Sundays. Twice on Sundays. <laughs> 
And was that was that your route into uh, Docs Group as well? Was through Ecamm, or was was that something that you uh, you know we we in his in his community beforehand? Well, I was looking for places where you know Ecamm people hung out, and yeah, it was kind of in the Ecamm community, and uh, and but what was it? I can't remember. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, I was with uh, I had another um, mentor at the time. And uh, uh, I'm going to piggyback on what Dina said, the YouTube algorithm, because that was what kind of like popped up. It's like, oh, wow, you like these videos. You'll like this. And, you know, then I started hanging out there, too. And I was like, oh, wow, I really resonate with these people. As a matter of fact, I kicked my other uh, my other uh, mentor to the curb. I'm like, (laughs) deuces. I like these folks. These are my people. And yeah, Vlogmas. That's what it was. Vlogmas. December 6, 2020. That was the day I joined LGL. It was Vlogmas. It goes down in infamy. I love it. I never <laughs> look back. Yeah, I think I was, a, I was a few months after that that I joined uh, Doc's group. It was about middle of the year for me, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and how about you, uh, Keely? I mean, you're someone as well who's using, um, has got a, a relatively unique use case, you know, for uh, the live streams that you do and, you know, showing footage and things like that and commentary on stuff like that. It's quite, uh, it's quite unique, I think, in the community. So how, how, what was your path into, into Ecamm and what other solutions did you try before that? I didn't try a single thing because I didn't know that live streaming existed until the pandemic started. And then I thought, hmm, how is it that I'm actually going to get out there and talk to people about this new business that I was trying to launch right at the same time. And I, I I don't know. I mean, clearly I, I, I took inspiration from things that I was seeing, but I think I just started Googling live stream software Mac and E came up, Ecamm came up and I glommed onto it. I did my first live stream in May of 2020. And I swear like Michelle, you and I must've jumped into LGL almost on the same day. Cause I remember jumping in, in the middle of Vlogmas going, what the Sam Hill did I just get myself into? I have no idea what's going on here. All these people are going live every day and they're, and they're talking trash and they're, <laughs> they're doing all these things on Facebook. I don't understand this world at all. I found all of that. And I found doc because I was looking for answers for particular problems that I was trying to solve. I wanted to be able to show my videos full screen and then show them as a replay quietly while I was talking in the background. There were certain certain ways I wanted to set up my show and transition scenes and things like that. I thought there has to be there have to be some kind of resources. So I'm a master Googler and yeah, Doc came up right away in the search results, found the Facebook group, found you lot. I signed up in Mar- uh, January for for Doc's group. And I remember celebrating my birthday with the group like two weeks after I came in and everybody was wishing me happy birthday. And I was like, this is nice. It's weird, but it's nice. And yeah, that's that's kind of when I got hooked. So yeah, it's it's been really one of those things when people ask or question, how's anybody going to find me? You know, be be vocal, be making your content about the product that you want to support and you will be found just like Doc was. Mm-hmm. And, and for point. me, the, 
the the thing I, it, for me it was the reverse where I watched Matt Break Weekly and I was pulling my hair out with OBS for uh, a long time well not a long time mm. actually it felt like a long time it was probably only about a couple of months uh, wanting to create uh, uh, videos in, in one take and um, I just happened to see Doc at the perfect time where I was so frustrated with OBS and then I saw him on Matt Break Weekly and he just sort of casually dropped about Ecamm I thought oh let me give that a, a look and so for, for me he was my sort of gateway gateway into it how about, how, about, how about you, Rich? What was your sort of path into this whole thing? My co-host and I, Amber, do a podcast. We started doing it in October 2019. Audio only. We're doing a podcast every week, recording it and putting it up on, I think we were using SoundCloud at the time. And then the Panini hit, and we couldn't be in the same room recording anymore. So we tried doing it over Zoom for a couple of months. And it was ugly, but we weren't doing it for the video. We were just recording. So it was fine for what it was. Um, I knew all along that I had to, get into video because everybody was doing video stuff at that time, zoom calls and, you know, virtual events and all that stuff. I stumbled into Loria of all people and I'd known her forever, but did not know she, I didn't know she had transitioned into Luria. I, I thought I remember her as somebody from 20 years ago doing the tech TV stuff. So when I found her, I was really, I was really excited. And she was talking about Ecamm all summer of 2020. I finally joined her group, her every day, live every day in August. So you go live every day on your phone. And eventually that led to, led to buy an Ecamm because she's a Ecamm hustler and her affiliate or whatever. So I bought it and, <laughs> and started hustler. doing our podcast over Ecamm. And we were back in the office by then. Um, and then I stumbled into, I think Alicia was the one I found in the Ecamm community and either him or Diana or doc, I'm not sure which, we're talking about this new thing, and I joined LGL the day before Thanksgiving, and so of that year of 2020. So I was actually live every day in December in Vlogmas, whatever, up until the 23rd or 22nd, I forget. But that was fun. It was really fun, and that didn't wasn't really an ecam thing. That was more of just going on going live with the video every day, vlogging every day, going out shooting stuff, making deliveries, making cheesecake, whatever, doing Christmas stuff. I don't know. It was just fun. And the group was great. And that whole scene, every day we would try to scramble to get our stuff uploaded by about seven or eight at night so we could do the late night recap. And Strick and uh, Elisio were always doing those recaps well into one or two in the morning. It was really fun. Yeah. It got me through December. It was really cool. And then I found all you guys a few months later. So here we are. But I found that using Ecamm, now we do our podcast live every week on YouTube and Facebook and we use Restream, and we still use Restream because we just do because we paid for it. Um, and then, but also use Ecamm for all this other stuff, all this other virtual camera stuff. Even doing this, doing this magical episode. So, perhaps you could just mention like how we are actually doing this because as with having, you having a sort of two computer setup for this, it's a little bit uh, a little bit odd. You've been in the yeah, same it's actually and- it's actually three. I have Amber's my co-host, and she has a computer across the room. And that's what's running this broadcast that we're on. Um, I'm controlling that with my laptop, uh, which is a MacBook Pro Intel. And I'm just screen sharing or controlling that computer in there. This computer in here is our mainstream computer. And it's an M1 16 gig as well. Um, But I can't, I found out that the audio conflicts. If I try to do screen sharing on this computer and use it as the source computer for my video, the sound Mm -hmm. interferes. interrupt each other or something so that's why i have to do this three computer setup but anyway but that computer in there is recording all of us individual videos 
at a lower resolution that I like, but that's okay because it is capturing all the video just in case something screws up. So, but that that um, that multi computer setup or specifically like two running eCam is so that you can record the 4K of your own camera, and then we've also got the recording in eCam of all of those people coming in. Just to sort of clarify why why, why on, the, you know that was on two separate computer. machines. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I'm yeah. recording mine. 4k feed on my own computer and i'm logging in to that one through interview mode like all of you are through the internet mm-hmm. so i'm assuming my google goes to the sky and back down just like all of you guys mm-hmm. and we can talk about the upcoming features in a, in a moment as well but um although there is ISO okay. video in ecom4 uh, there is some resolution uh, you know you, you don't get the 4k resolution on the recording so still we'd, we'd still do it with the the dual dual computer setup but how about how about you, Rob? How did you get into uh, to eCamp? I'm sorry. Um, uh, I had backed into it through um, Twitch. You know, finding some creators on Twitch: Harris Heller, uh, a man who will not be named, uh, Luria Petrucci, and kind of you know found found some people along the way there, and they kept talking about OBS, and I was not going to play that game, and uh, eventually, Luria started talking about eCam, and then had this like really loud guy from Hawaii, uh, you know, on her on her show at one point in time, and he started to rant and rave about it. And so, uh, but you know, about the same time, I think Rich uh, and Michelle came into LGL. Uh, I I showed up uh, in 2020, but you know, it kind of manifested itself in that. Um, I wanted to do a bunch of things and I needed a tool to, to do it. I thought it was the best, best one and it was Mac related and I'm, I'm never going to touch another PC again. I've already had that nightmare in my life, but, uh, um, I, you know, I, I, I walked in and, and got it and I, I like it a lot. And, uh, you know, ever since then I've been in the LGL and, and with you all. Uh, and so that's kind of, kind of how I've walked into, uh, the product, but, uh, uh, you know, definitely, uh, how I've used it probably is a little bit different than at least than I initially intended to use it, but, uh, it's at least, it's very flexible so that, you know, anything I needed it to, to, to do, it has been able to do for me outside of, uh, the obvious, which is streaming. You mentioned there about it doing something more than you'd initially thought it would do or intended it to do and that's yeah. a little bit the same with me really because i i've mentioned about you know doc be my route into finding ecam and trying obs before but just to backtrack a little bit the reason for wanting to use obs was because uh, of making course material for something unrelated to take one tech but creating these uh, online courses and um going through the recording and editing process uh, i was just my own worst enemy when it came to editing i seem as though i'm fine if i'm you know on stage speaking or anything like that but as soon as i think that i can edit myself then i will do you know lots of takes and so I wanted to find a way to just do the whole thing in one take and so that was why i was looking for something that would allow me to do this and obs was the first one but um when i uh, then discovered ecam I think that that was really the the primary impetus for me to actually create the channel. Although I created my channel as part of the, the sort of process of practicing this idea of one take videos, um, I think that without eCam, it wouldn't be nothing like it is right now because it's something about it has just given me so much joy to use it 
that then, you know, nearly half of my videos on my channel are Ecom videos. <laughs> it's probably maybe not quite half, but uh, at least a third of them are Ecom videos. So I wouldn't really have the same sort of thing that I've got now without Ecom in terms of Take One Tech. The other thing is, coming back to that point about using it for other purposes, the whole thing of using it for leveling up meetings and, you know, going into Zoom or Teams or whatever platform it is, uh, using the virtual camera feature, that's something that's really sort of transformed what I'm doing in terms of, you know, consultations and things like that as well, is teaching people how to do that. And so I could definitely say that without Ecamm, I wouldn't have like the business that I'm building out of Take One Tech. And I wouldn't have the same enthusiasm for it because there's something about it that is, uh, it, 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 it's an application that gives me joy. I can say that much about it. So how, how have any of, else of you, any others have found like other uses for Ecamm or how have you found using it once it solved your initial initial use case? Well, I, you know, I'll, I'll go down the line of kind of along the same thing you said. I mean, when I started to uh, run for public office, I was on uh, meetings all the time. I was on uh, Zoom meetings and, and, other, and other things, connecting with media, and uh, it helped me uh, throw graphics, lower thirds, show uh, videos, you know, have uh, slides up so I can make my points while I'm speaking. During the, what did you call it, Rich? We weren't using the other word, but uh, during the... The, uh, the, the, the panini is what they call the, it. That's the panini, the during the panini, um, you know, between my daytime business selling uh, to hospitals, they didn't want me to come around. They didn't want anybody to come around. They had locked their doors down. So um, I was meeting with them or I was talking to people about the campaign, uh, Ecamm was what I was using to, as a presentation tool, as, you know, as a connection. And that always, you know, stopped people cold. Like, you know, you've got your name and your website down below your face <laughs> for the entire time that you're talking. Or I could press a button and I could set up a scene where I have bullet points next to it that I could explain certain things about my business or about my campaign. And that you know, that went over really well. And I'm, you know, I, I sell to doctors who are, um, who are easily fascinated with technology. And so, uh, I, I know that just kind of like you, Alec, I know that, um, there are deals that I've signed because I had a brighter, shinier, flashier mm -hmm. presentation than probably anybody in my competition. And, 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 you know, three or four years ago, my sales process meant that I had to fly out to a state, get in a car, drive and be physically on site in in whatever hospital I was selling to. And I don't need to do that anymore. I don't need to do that for a number of reasons. It's funny because I work in a telemedicine company. So the majority of the people that work for me work from their homes anyway, regardless of the panini, before the panini, um, or the provolone, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, you know, we're so so for me to go virtual wasn't that big a deal. And for me to stay virtual, you know, my office has been given over to somebody else now. So I don't you know, I don't have to drive anymore into work <laughs> and uh, I can just do my whole business here. And it's because I've got the tools to do that. And that's made me a happier person because I can wake up a little later and don't have to worry about the 45-minute commute through traffic. Traffic. 
Yeah, that, that whole thing of having, you know, good audio video quality and, you know, th those little embellishments, you know, even just your logo or name or things like that, whatever it happens to be in Zoom calls, it does go a long way because it shows a, an attention to detail that I think carries a, a you know, a lot of uh, a lot of weight. I've certainly seen the same. How, how about you, Dina? You were going to jump in. I, I actually, the first time I streamed with Ecamm, I was doing an online auction for uh, a nonprofit that I volunteer with. And we we did a good amount of money, and it was it was so easy to go live. It was crazy easy with Ecamm. So that that was the the non creator thing that I use mm -hmm. uh, Ecamm for. And then, like you say, business meetings, that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't need to do those anymore for a little while. Uh, I also and, and like you show. love to just record. Um, just re do a regular recorded video with Ecamm. I find mm -hmm. that it does reduce the editing, especially with the pause feature. You know, mm -hmm. if I, I show the carrots and then I say, I'm going to go wash the carrots, I hit pause, go wash the carrots, do the next step, and then in editing, I can just kill the, the part where I'm fumbling for the pause button. It, mm -hmm. It's, man, I love Ecamm. I'm, I'm going on a trip <laughs> this week and... I actually don't have a Mac laptop anymore. And I think it'll be the first time I've been separated from Ecamm in, what, 14 months, 16 months. I'm a little... Oh, my God. We're there for you. What are you going to do? Just I'm, give us a I'm call. I'm emotional. Have you got a neighbor going to come around and check on it while you're away? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to need someone to check on me. <laughs> are you going to... We can just call the twins and see if we can get it to run I, on I your phone. I haven't told my friend yet. I haven't told Sherry that uh, Ecamm isn't coming with me. I don't know They're if gonna she's going to be able to handle me without it. <laughs> you know, with the magic of remote production, we... Yeah. All of us have. We could all do it for you, mm -hmm. Dina. You, right. We could all push mm -hmm. the buttons. Dina, <laughs> um, you know, we're, 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 we're there for you, dear. <laughs> we're there for you. <laughs> we will happily enable you if you need I, to I, enable. I, yes. I think that's actually an important point about Ecamm, guys. You guys could, if I decided to do a little kitchen video or something, if I wanted to go live you could remote produce. I'm not going to ask you to do that because yes. mm -hmm. maybe withdrawals is okay. We love but you, but not that is a reality yeah. um, for people who are listening and looking for a live streaming software solution. That's how powerful Ecamm is. Yeah. <clears throat> I mm -hmm. could go, I could dial in with my phone and somebody else could, could actually stream it. And, and that's, that's pretty freaking cool. So yeah, about the uh, the remote production thing, we were on the uh, the Flow podcast with uh, with Doc, and uh, one of the interesting things about that was that we actually dialed into Mister Camera Junkie's um, Ecamm account or whatever on, and he's you know miles away from Doc. Doc's in Hawaii. We're all in different uh, continents as well, and um, and Camera Junkie is obviously in in Florida as well. And it was weird to be sort of going into you know dialing into him. He did all the introduction and you know got us all set up, did all the sound check and everything like that. And then he was running the show from from there. So um, yeah, the the sort of remote production possibilities that you got with Ecamm are um, you know are, are great as well. And how about you, Michelle? You were mentioning about there was some other way that you were using uh, using Ecamm. Um, well, I'm using it to, to do my live streams. Not only that, but also like my like teaching. I've gotten the last three jobs that I've had 
because I did my interview, my Zoom interview using Ecamm. So um, oh, cool. they were very impressed for all the things that everyone's mentioned. You know, I had like my name, you know, my my title, what I did, whatever. And I was able to like share the screen and do all kinds of stuff and do different types of presentations as my job interview for my nine to five. But then as I um, as I'm growing in my branding business, I'm able to use it for teaching. So I teach every every week and I have my presentations, load my presentations up. So I'm going through all of my different presentations, um, running B-roll, doing all the things. um, And it's seamless. It's just it's just a beautiful piece of tech and you can do all the things have all the bells and whistles, play videos in your in, in your um, in your presentation, have different types of transitions and such, um, you know, play your music, do all the things. And uh, it's just it's just very, very impressive. So when 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 my peers see it, they're like, wow, how are you doing that? To, literally, this happened today. My uh, we had a Zoom meeting introducing I don't know, random doctor, whatever. Right. And we have to like say who we are and all the things. And some people had like the little zoom blur, whatever. And so today all the, everyone in the office was like, you know what, we got to get our, we got to get our, um, our background situated. And everybody was getting these rando backgrounds. I'm like, seriously. And I pull my stuff up and they're like, how are you doing that? I'm like, don't worry about it. (laughs) Talk to me after we get off the clock. Okay, (laughs) talk to me. So but yeah, it's just so, so, so cool that you can do all these different things. And it's just it's just baked into it. I mean, it is the most powerful um, software that I've come across that does all of these things. And yet it does the simplest stuff, too. So I don't want um, folks seeing this or hearing this to feel like, oh, my God, that's just it's just too complicated. No, it's not. It's as complicated as you need it to be. So if you just needed to do one thing, hey, you could do that. But if you're remote producing, you've got talent coming in from all over the world. You could run a stream or run a video or a conference. Oh, my God. A conference? Seriously? Like so, 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 so easy. So, you know. I mean... Nothing's beaten this. I think it's down. a good point there, but it, it, it you can make it really simple or, you, or not make it. It can start out really simple and then just add extra things to it. And, it, you know, having all of the different windows open on Ecamm, there can be a lot when you've got them all open. But actually, when once you've got things set up and if you're controlling it with a stream deck, you know, you don't need to have all of this other stuff on the screen as well. So that's one of the things that I talk about is just, you know, get your scene set up and then you've got your stream deck to just sort of switch between them. And it becomes like with that and with Zoom, if you're doing meetings, having the stream deck is like the mission control that holds everything together. And that can even control your slides as well if you're doing presentations and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty... I was going to say, if and, if, uh, if if the stream deck didn't exist, Ecamm would have to invent it because it's really a critical part. <laughs> yes, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. For sure. Yeah, it's like a, a match made in heaven, that is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we're obviously uh, just a day away at the time of releasing from Ecamm 4 uh, coming out. So what is the uh, the sort of feature that you're most looking forward to? I'm guessing we're all uh, beta users. So we've all, all seen all these features. They're all public. Everyone knows about them already. But what's the sort of one thing that you're really most looking forward to out of the uh, the new features that are coming in? How about you, Keely? 
That's really hard because, yeah, I am hardcore beta. I, I don't even remember what isn't in, <laughs> what isn't going to be in there. <laughs> I, was, the, I was going to say the same thing. That, I, I, yeah, that, that's really hard well, to, I'll tell you, to say. I'll but, tell you some headline features. Okay. The, the, the headline features would be the ISO video. Then there's also the uh, the multi-streaming as well. That's another one that's come in. Um, there's a couple of little small things that people may not have uh, sort of realized or noticed, but one would be uh, the chapter markers plugin for uh, Stream Deck. So that was something that came in in the beta. Um, and then there is also now just yesterday, they dropped another one, which is uh, in the, when you finish the recording and you can basically upload it directly to YouTube, or you can click the button to go and see the file. Uh, they've now added in uh, open in Descript, so it can send it straight to Descript. That was a nice little thing that they just yep. dropped in. Uh, commenting on Amazon. Yeah! <laughs> so uh, that's, on a, that's a big one. Not many platforms have uh, commenting from uh, from Amazon. There's only Live, I think, is, uh, is another one. But um, yeah, it is, it is hard to, uh, to keep track of what's not beta, because there's been so many new features that have added in. But, well, yeah. considering yeah. four of us, four of us are well, actually three of us are from the United States. One of us is from Texas, so we say beta. So, if, just in <laughs> case we have to clear that one up with with the foreign folks, but I think the multi the multi streaming is kind of I think is the game changer for them as a platform because it just it replaces the need to have a separate uh, subscription, and so those of us on this broadcast that are stuck with uh, a, a, a subscription to a multi-streaming service will eventually be able to uh, move completely over to eCam and not have to worry about that one thing that'll be built into the software. That, you know, just following any amount of customer comments on any of their social media pages, that was the thing that had been asked for mm -hmm. for so long. So they're, the, uh, the upside... And uh, you know, I don't think we can stress this enough. The upside about Ecamm is they've got good people working for them. And the gentlemen that own it, we refer to them as the twins uh, because, well, they're twins. Um, they know what they're doing and they put their heart and soul into it. So, you know, I don't, I've always used the beta and I've never had a problem with it. I mean, you know, betas are notoriously in other software products. Betas are notoriously buggy, and you know they write their code clean. And uh, I don't think I've ever had a problem using the beta. So you know, it's it's all you know well and good that you know we're all using the beta and we're you know uh, you know on the on the bleeding edge. But the fact of the matter is, it's a solid product, so there's really low risk in doing that. Just a, a little couple of caveats, though, though on that multi-streaming, just in case people aren't aware of the difference between using that and using something like Restream or one of those other multi-streaming services, is you are streaming with Ecamm directly from your computer to all of those individual platforms. So it's doing one encode, but then it is streaming those to all of the different platforms. So if you are streaming to X number of platforms, you require X times the bandwidth. So that is one yep. potential reason why people may still want to keep those other platforms uh, multi-streaming services potentially if they don't have a good uh, connection but the other thing Alec, is, is that a uh, is that a silicon thing too do you know uh the multi-streaming i don't think is silicon but the iso video is uh, is silicon okay. and the multi-streaming okay. is a regular and pro feature whereas the the iso is only pro but the, the multi-streaming is going to be available to both like both plans as well 
Um, but it is only doing one encode. So it's encoding uh, to send that stream to those multiple different platforms. But that means that you are basically getting the lowest common denominator of all of the resolutions. So uh, my other podcast, I go to, uh, I stream it to Amazon and also to LinkedIn. Um, but then I want the recording of it as well. And the, the maximum you can stream to Amazon at is 720. So if I was to do that using Ecamm's multi-streaming, um, my resolution of my recording would also be 720. It'd be going to 720 to uh, LinkedIn as well. So actually what I do with that is I still use Restream. Um, I record and set the stream size on Ecamm to 4K. So I've got a 4K recording of it. Um, but then it's using the virtual camera into Restream on the browser. And then I let Restream do the downsampling to 720. So that's another reason why people may still want their multi-streaming uh, services outside of Ecamm if they want to have that higher resolution. I'm sure at some point they'll they'll put a little toggle that we can have you know multiple encodes going to the different resolutions of, for the different platforms. But at the moment, it is still just uh, just one. Um, so that's just something just something to be aware of with multi-streaming. But um, aren't you sunshine? How about you, aren't you then? just what? sunshine? <laughs> no, but but but, but think about it, guys. The beauty of what we have half of the half of the new features came from the community. Well, most of the features mm-hmm. came from the community. You know, who you know, I'm sure that in its inception, the twins didn't. You know, they 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 had an idea of what they wanted to produce, and then as people you know, as customers started to play with it and use it and actually have businesses and do all the things and, you know, have like media companies, they're asking for all of these different features. And so, and they're able to turn around and give it to us. So just what you said there, Alec, it won't be, it will be a matter of time before we're able to do exactly what you're just talking about with the Mm multi-streaming and all of that, because they listen to their customers and, you know, and they deliver, they deliver every Mm -hmm. single time. And the Mm -hmm. fact that we have the, the multi-streaming, come on. I mean, it's it's amazing. Right? Right. (laughs) Is the resizable main window of ecam is that a 4.0 feature or is that pre predate 4.0 no that's a new one that's a new feature too that, that where you make the window real that's big my favorite. yeah 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 that's yeah, cool that's yeah. my favorite because i stand way over there when i'm streaming and i need to be able to see it right here so that made a huge difference for me when i started using when it came into the beta. i'd forgotten about that yeah, I'd, f- I'd forgotten about that too, but I was going to shout out Video ISO a little bit because I think, we, you know, we m- maybe as, as, a, as a solo streamer or a solo video producer, we don't think, oh, I really need this thing. But for those of us who, who, who teach particularly, I found it's been very useful to have a recording of each camera I use and for, for the entire broadcast. So for example... I could be on my broadcast and I might move to a scene. And for those of you listening on the podcast, I've just changed to a a scene where I've got a a video playing and I'm in the corner and my head is talking. But what if something kind of goes wrong about this or it's not the right video or something like that? I still have myself speaking and I have the audio for that separated. And then this 
this particular scene and the full broadcast that's going out, that's on a separate thing. So I can edit that out and not be too concerned about it. The other thing that I can do is I can lay over a layer and I can use a tool like uh, Video Pencil and I can go ahead and write on the screen and I can annotate things that are happening and draw attention and do all that sort of thing. This actual overlay is a separate camera recording. So if this looks too garbage and I don't want that in my actual recording that I'm publishing out, I can just, you know, edit that part out and just put in my camera or just put in another layer. So having those tools and it just opens up the ability not to have to redo a whole bunch of my live presentation for a course that I'm going to repurpose. So video ISO has been subtly like down low, like the one of the most important features for me that's come out in, in 4.0 for sure. That's cool. Was, yeah, one of the yeah, things we should was, say about that is because we we discovered this ourselves <laughs> last week. Yeah. But uh, so <laughs> the, the ISO video um, does record um, up to two of your cameras that you've got linked to Ecamm, but then also all of your guests um, that are coming in over uh, you know, on interview mode. Uh, but they are all capped at 720 uh, because you can have up to 10 guests. That's another thing in Ecamm, I guess, <laughs> in Ecamm 4, is if you're on Apple Silicon, you can go from 4 to 10 guests now. Uh, so you can imagine that if you're encoding 10 different video feeds from them, it's 10 times the, uh, you know, the, the processor required. So this is definitely a, a processor hog. So there is that limit of uh, 720 on those, uh, those guest feeds. The, with with ecam dropping uh, tomorrow i think there's uh, there's loads of uh, uh, great new features uh the uh, the other one for me i guess would be the uh, the camera placeholder the placeholder cameras so that allows you to set up scenes and then assign different cameras to them later that's great if you're actually creating scenes for other people to be able to uh, drop for them to be able to just simply go through and assign those cameras sort of after the fact but cool. yeah, this, it's amazing how sure. how quickly it has all developed and it's amazing how uh, we've all been brought together buy this uh, amazing piece of software <laughs> and you yes. if you want to try if you want to try ecamm for yourself and you're not using it yet click the link in the description or in the show notes and that'll be my affiliate link that would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> rich won the lottery yes, he did. <laughs> oh and if you want to take a class alex got a great ecamm master class and i'll leave a link to yeah, that as well and i have it's absolutely not nothing to sell you <laughs> i have a link to video pencil that's going to be in the description below too See, there you go. We're full All of right. affiliate links. We're the and best. If you, if we're, yes, we are full show, of it. I got one for you, too. Right. We are full <laughs> of it, yeah. Okay, I'm going to do a Stream Deck link. <laughs> <laughs> there you All go. Right, folks. I got to run. All right. Thanks for hopping on to our Creator Spot. If you enjoyed it, tell your friends. If you didn't like it, tell your friends. We'd love a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can check out our YouTube channel, Creators Pod. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media. Alex Johnson, Dina Taylor, Keely Dunn, Michelle Lawrence, Rob Valls, and me, Rich Graham. Thanks. I'm still oh, recording goodness. just in case you want to talk about him while he's gone. Oh, that's a good idea. That guy. This. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs>